welcome to Redeeming Qualities, the show in not how men talk, but how friends talk. I am joined today with the full crew, Mark, Danny, and myself, Fez. Go ahead and introduce yourself, fellas. Hey, what's going on, Mark? And Daniel. Yeah, let's, uh, I would like to talk, if, if I could, for a second, and I do appreciate everybody's patience with my terrible sound quality. I have been using a $250 uh, pair of AirPods, and for some reason, they have been sounding like garbage. Last week, I did a test with the world's cheapest headphones. The, you know, comes with your iPhone, you know, he- headphones, and they worked so much better. So I'm glad that we found, fa- you know, I found a little bit of a resolution, and I'm hoping that we can continue to improve the sound quality. So those aren't the world's cheapest headphones, dude. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, they're not. The, they're not I was about to say. They're 17 bucks. Yeah, they're 17 bucks, but they're something like nine ninety nine. Exactly. If you go in the four ninety nine, you get those oh, free man. ones on the damn on the air on, in the in the airline sometimes. The yeah, gas you know. bench bench press wrong and you shock yourself. The yes. gas station. Yeah. Yeah, those ones are. Yeah. I thought you really went and got some gas station ones just to really do a do a, an experiment. I'm like, and how did they go? You know. Uh, yeah, I went no, the opposite I, I, route. I bought a big old fancy microphone, a headset, and then quit using it after one recording and went to the AirPods. Yeah, well, yours still sound great. Mine, uh, I need to send mine in. They're just terrible, but I think your voice is just at a frequency range that's difficult to pick up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is. Uh, as I as, <laughs> I've, as I said that uh, often, maybe what's happening is my AirPods are misgendering my voice, and they're like, "No, nah, it's not the same person." Find yeah. his voice. So that's that's what's going on here. So Conor McGregor, when it came to the whole Dustin Poirier fight, I don't know if you guys watched it or followed like any of the build up to it. But do you remember like, um, did you guys? Did no? you stop talking, or did I just lose you completely? I didn't uh, hear him for a while. I didn't. I didn't. We didn't hear you for a bit, Danny. Sorry. Oh, can you hear me now? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, so I was wondering um, if you guys had followed any of the Dustin Poirier and McGregor stuff, like leading up to the fight, the last fight where he just had his leg broke. Well, no, broke, broke his leg. So basically, McGregor's like, I get it. People want to be cocky, right? You're like, look at look at Floyd Mayweather, right? One of the best to ever do it. He's cocky as shit, and I get being cocky, but like uh, McGregor, like basically threatening the dude, threatening to like kill the dude's wife and all this shit, and then like afterwards, he's got his leg broken. And now every single picture you see, like, he's just doing some dumb shit. Like, he's flexing about and talking about how he's the best. He's going to get back in there. And I just feel like it's that um, when you know you're not on the top anymore. And it's just, like, most people would take it, like, with a little bit of humility, a little bit of grace maybe. And I feel like the dude's just showing his ass by, like, hey, I'm going to flash off money. And I thought it was interesting because Boyd had pointed out one time how – oh, why do we hate Mayweather? Because he flashes around his money, you know, and he's, like, doing this stuff. McGregor does all the same shit, uh, and I think everybody was cool with it while he was winning, and now that he's not, um, I feel like it's it's shifted, and now he's got this ego thing going on, and I had read all these articles about him, like, beating up people in the bar, like, old fuckers, punching old fuckers in the face for, like, saying things to him and stuff. Um, and then at this, like, whatever the Met Gala costume thingy-majig that the celebrities do. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, 
him lashing out and trying to attack a machine gun Kelly or throwing a drink at him or whatever, um, because the security denied him like coming up to see Megan Fox or something. Uh, and I just think it's crazy. I'm wondering if it's like, do you think it's a mental thing that he's, or it's just, Hey, I'm no longer the best and his fucking ego can't handle it. So Danny, you went all over the place uh, a little bit with that. What exactly are you asking us about? Connor McGregor. One simple I was just question. thinking, do you do you think his ego is broken? Like, what do you think is going on? Is he like a wounded animal and he's going to come back in, or is he just like hollering and making noise to make money? Uh, I think both. I think you're. I think you got a great eye on this. Is I think he's. But let's be let's be realistic. Like he's a dick, and generally. We're, I guess what we're okay with is like, oh, well, he walks the walk. Now he didn't walk the walk and he's still, you know, doing everything he did before. So I think it loses the value. Like, when, like you said, when he was a winner and he was saying all that, it's like, well, nobody can beat him. Yeah. It's just, I feel like fighting is such an exposing thing of the character and the human psyche, right? Like, and especially like high profile shit, you're just so exposed. And then like, we're watching you from one thing to another, like under a microscope very much. So like fighting more than football even, because it's like so personal, it's so intimate. And then like, you see whether somebody wins and then you get a look when somebody loses, like how they take it. And then like, everyone can connect with the loss. And so then how is this person, what they're going through, how they're acting. And so like, yeah, if you've been somebody that's, every fighter that we've seen has been super huge, like that, that has been like cocky like that, that's taken a loss. It always exposes what, depending on what kind of person they are and the media turns. We, we can talk about like Tiger Woods even, like when he yeah. lost and when he was going through that shit, it was like, oh, is he a sex addict? Is he drinking? Right. Is he a drinking right. problem? You know, not Piece Tiger of Woods. shit. Yeah. And so like all these fucked up things. And then if they come back, then it's like this fucking insanely deep, you know, uh, inspiring story. And if they don't, then it's just like, ah, he's a fucking has been. But it's just yeah. like, we just take, you know, this is still a person, you know? I feel like when I, you describe that, my first thought is like, we always sit there and think about like, when I think somebody is being kind of like that high school kind of petty, you're like, dude, we're grown. Like, this is not high school. I don't want to be talking about people's drama. I kind of feel like we as adults do that with the internet and celebrities. Yes. It's like you look at that and you're gossiping about people that you don't even fucking know. Yes. Like, it matters, you know? And I'm like, it's always blowing my mind that people are like, oh, God, this per I, I would love to hang out with this person. It's like, how do you know you would like any of these people? You they literally are do acting not. Yeah. on the television. You do not know how they motherfuckers. I mean, some of them can, ver- can, you know, what is the word, resonate there, you know, and be real. But I think that's very hard to do. It's hard to do when the media, you might be just being yourself and the media twisted up. So now you're not being yourself, you know? So, absolutely, I think that's 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 true. I think I think we love the story. We like to see the fall from grace. I mean, like let's look at even our ancestors with the Bible. It's like Lucifer was at the highest he could be, and then he fell from grace. So fuck him. We've always like people have always been that way, right? The whole yeah. the whole fucking <laughs> book's about forgiveness, and they're like, no, but fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck, he, he he got the boot. Fuck him. Yeah, he's not redeemable at all. There's no hope for him. He's a fuck. <laughs> yeah, so he probably is. 
Yeah, absolutely. No, I, 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 I agree with that. But uh, sorry about that. I have it on Do Not Disturb. It's still rang random. So speaking of fighters, um, there's a lot of you know discussion about uh, I don't, I don't know the names, but there's a transgender fighter who basically dominated in a against against a uh, a female fighter. Now. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go. Everybody's discussed this transgender fighter and everything like that. I I want to discuss the warrior spirit in these women who <laughs> go against a you know a person. And I'm you know this is going to sound so ridiculous. Like you know, as men we fight other men, and it's not like a different thing. But like I and this is not the same. Then I'm not trying to say this, but imagine fighting like a monkey who started taking like human genetics, it still was a fucking monster before it came down to our level. Like, and I'm just saying that's like the physical aspect difference. You know what I'm saying? Between yeah. Men and- what I, things are yeah. going to be, one of these women are going to beat the shit out of these, these trans dudes and everything's going to be t- twisted up. Yeah. Uh, every, thank you. you. Mark, you got a point. <laughs> yes. One fucking genetic female beats up a whatever the fuck you call them without offending them. Oh, that's probably offensive right I'm there. I'm telling you, fuck. the whole game is going to be changed. Once one of yeah. these women, women are going to start beating the shit out of these transgender women and find out how to be men, and every then we really talking about equality. And Honest, I think yeah, I transgenders it. are the link to equality that we all would like. Like, first of all, right? we, hey, we're, we're talking hey, about Go roles. beat her ass. No, I'd be like, I, I, a girl going to be talking shit about how she can beat my ass. And then, and then right after that, then she's going to be like, oh, can you pay for this date or can you pick up this thing? No, you can beat my ass, right? Equal. Things are going to be exactly these gent male roles where dudes have to, the world is about to equal out and we're all going to be, and we're going to be able to thank transgenders for it. And I think it's great. I think, I don't, I think women are going to be dominant soon because like men are becoming bitches. Like me as a dude, I'm kind of a bitch already. And there's a lot of softer people than me. I think and that I'm we're like, becoming wholer. I think that we're being in touch with maybe a, a more our more feminine side that was always there, and women are being are able to go out and be and actually take their feminine sides for a spin because they're being forced to be in working roles and work amongst men. So we're being more balanced just by just because I can actually talk about my feelings and say them out loud doesn't mean that I'm less of a man. It means that I'm like actually more towards the center of what the fullness of a person can be. So, yeah, that's true. I, I think I think you're right. I think people are getting it mixed up too. I also think there's this there's this there's this uh, this weird thing. It's like, well, he's in touch with this feeling. I'm guaranteeing you, most dudes can still throw a punch and knock a woman out, regardless of how in touch with their feelings they <laughs> the are. The average man can knock out an average woman, but what that's what mm. we're like, you know. You don't what? know, bro. I think no. that if a UFC transgender, if a woman beats a transgender, we're gonna see a lot more women in UFC fucking dudes up. I feel that. And guys, the average dude doesn't know how to throw a punch, bro. That's true. Yeah, and if the, and, and if the average woman in the middle of her day, instead of going to yoga, is going to UFC, bro, <laughs> the game is going to change, dude. <laughs> going to MMA? If, if they you, make that popular, what are you doing today? A whooping ass. That's, that's, you well, know, I'm not how to cross face, you know? I, I had, I've had this discussion with people uh, from back home. It's like, there is a a kind of a sense of like I think it's not poverty, but there's something like if you grew up in like a poor town where nobody really has anything, 
and you get one thing, everybody like is trying to mess with it. You fight all the time. And it's weird to me, like, like, you know, meeting people who like, they grew up in the suburbs, not wealthy, you know, the parents did all right. And like, oh, I never been in a fight. Like, you never been in a fight, bro, 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 bro. That's not the same over here in California, bro. In Orange County, which is a fucking one of the richest, which is one of the richest places in the entire country. Kobe's house is here. All these rich ass houses are there. These fucking kids who grew, grew up in fat ass two parent homes go to MMA, bro. <laughs> These skater fucking well, yeah. Fucks. Chris is talking about a different style though. These people like got the dough to go train. That's what know? I'm saying like, though. That, that's like, what a good what a good story that is. Okay, I, I'm saying we think that that makes a person tougher. The the poverty thing, but there are kids that what? are coming from nice ass suburbs houses no. that are going to MMA and can afford it. But yeah, but they're how, trained in discipline. They are, they're not all angry. But we're poor, talking poor about... people just fight and they're angry. We're well, talking so who's about... who's better? Who's more effective? Okay, well, go ahead. Sorry. No, sorry, no. sorry, sorry. Let's say no. I'm sorry. We're talking about average, not the people... Like, MMA is not average. Less, less, than, a percent, less than a percent of that percent. I'm talking the average person who grows up, like, grows up in, like, in like, these impoverished neighborhoods have had to fight. The have learned how to fight badly. Out well, of necessity, they, though. Well, I'm not not even necessarily badly or that or you know not trade. I'm just saying they've had to fight. They've before. had to fight. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But so if that's different than somebody who's who gets to go train, they get to learn their skills, and then you know, like for example, let's look at like Logan and Jake Paul. You know, I'm I'm gonna say that they're not terrible. They're they probably could go out and whoop on more the, the more than the hand. average. Ra- yes. Exactly. Yes. But they're bad boys, bro. We have to admit that. Whether we don't like them because they're rich or not. Yeah, but let me take take those guys, right? Take either one of them and put them in a two on five situation where it's like you and your, your friend, and there's gonna be five guys that jump your friend, and it's either you he's gonna be left alone or you're gonna stick up with that. How do you think they're gonna fare in one of those situations? It's a different world. It well, depends yeah. on you're... the five, I think. <laughs> Yeah, well, it depends on the hands, right? If, it you depends, dump, yep. if you dump two coming in, then like maybe you stand a chance. But I mean, if it, also, if it goes to the ground, then they're done, especially with five people. Well, it also depends on the on the. Ch- so here's here's a situation that I had. I remember, funny dude, he's out there talking to some dudes, uh, some dudes, uh, girlfriend or whatever at a bar. This guy gets heated. And he's like, starts yelling at you know my buddy. I was like, no, 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 we're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna do this. It's all good. We're gonna, we're gonna go ahead and bounce. And he punches me in the face. And Blazewitz, <laughs> Blazewitz says it the best. He's like, Fez just fucking ate that punch. He's like, he, like he pantomimes like me licking my fingers, like mm, that was delicious. And then I fucking rock this dude, right? The one that quitter. Yeah. So now imagine, you see Jake, you see Logan. Imagine them getting sucker punched by another dude in a bar and just being able to eat a punch like that. Not everybody's built like a gorilla. Okay, that's look, true. Logan that... Paul and Jake Paul versus four green belts. Yeah, versus... done. Yeah, no, 100%, especially if they're not going to ready to take that punch, the four people are going to win. 100%. Because they're going to be you like, You agree, oh, Danny? Who... You agree, Danny? I think the four take it. Okay. okay. Now here, here's the, okay. Let's let's talk about a real situation. This is not something I'm proud of. All right. I've gotten in fights with people a lot larger than me, of like six four, three hundred fifty. Do you know what my go-to move was? Like, not that. Kicking the nuts. No, no. 
knees, 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 a hundred percent, a quick usually. jab to the inside knee. And then either they're going to do one or two things. They're either going to move that leg. They're going to fucking get hit and they're going to crumple a little bit. And then my next thing is, is I'm oh, going God. straight into a punch to the neck. And yeah. this is not something that's like, Oh, imaginary situation. I had a mouth when I was a kid and I was willing to back it up larger individuals. And I'll tell you this, a lot of times, larger guys didn't weren't ready to fight. Yeah, I no, because they're not so used to it. Yeah, that, well, they're just like the, the the initiation of the fight. They right. expect for the, to, to be able to have some time. But if you just strike, you catch them soft balance, and they are slow. That's yes. bogus. <laughs> the, yeah. Speaking the of fights, Fez, did we ever tell you about what? Uh, and this is completely <laughs> random, kind of related to fights. While you were at Wachuca, um, I mean, Mark, you don't care if I share it, right? Like, oh, I thought you were talking about another fight that I got into. Go ahead, yeah. No, a different Wachuca one. Um, so I remember in Wachuca, like, I was uh, the platoon sergeant or whatever during that time, and I'd, like, always going into the barracks and whatnot, had an issue with an individual um, that was there. And I remember one day he had said something stupid, and I lost my shit. And I snatched him up. I think I was – was I bigger at the time? I was probably a little bit bigger at the time. Uh, but I, like – the dude was. Big, already... I'm gonna bet that you were bigger than you are right now. I'm yeah, just gonna. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, the nicest way you have ever said you look like a bitch. Yeah, I've ever heard. Yeah, I appreciate that, bro. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I remember snatching him up, and uh, it got to the point where like, I, like the dude's face was turning colors, and then I remember some of the other Marines like, dude, 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 like let him go, let him, you know. And I was like, fuck, and I'm still heated about it. And I was explaining this to somebody else that like. You know, I work different jobs, different, and you get people that are like, they want to sit there and scream and yell. And it's like, dude, scream and yell all you want, but like, you're either going to come over and initiate something or you're going to shut the fuck up because like, I'm not going to sit here and like, just be yelled at, you know? So. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. So anyway, I remember I had uh, Mark and uh, another individual. (laughs) Hey, I'm, I'm taking off for the weekend. Um, I need this situation with this other person dealt with. Um, by the time I come back Monday, I better, I better hear it was handled. And they're, they're both like, yeah, got you, Sergeant. And I'm just like, all right, you know, take off. And I remember coming in Monday and I had no fucking idea. I don't even remember saying that because I was just pissed, right? And I remember two, two Marines come walking up and it's, uh, it's Mark and Tommy. And they're like, hey, Sergeant. I'm like, hey, what's going on? And they're like, did you hear... Uh, you hear what happened over the weekend? I was like, nope, but I'm sure I will. And they're like, yeah, okay, we fucked him up. And I'm just like, oh, that's right. And then uh, I remember getting called into the office, and I think it was Gunny, uh, one of the Gunnies, I won't name, he had that majestic mustache. Um, and I, he rem- I remember Two below, going, we'll say. Yeah. Are we not allowed to say names? I don't know. but uh, I don't know. Fez, Fez you, I, you can I, do whatever you want with that. But yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Um, big old fucking boot brush of a mustache. Um, that dude was like, "Hey, what, what the fuck went down?" And I was like, "Hey, Gunny, like, it's all good. We had an issue with one of the Marines, and it's handled." And he was like, "Okay." And he didn't ask any more questions after that. I thought yeah. it was kind of kind of fucking funny. Mark, like the instant I came in later on, I found out like as soon as the person walked in their barracks room, they let the door shut, and Mark just and came over. Yeah, that was such an immature time for me. So bad, right? <laughs> all we did was dumb shit. Poor Mark, yeah. he's over here trying to live in California and pretend to be Namaste. And fit in with everybody. Fucking Mark, Namaste oh. Mark over here. 
He's a little pudgier. He's happier looking. But the and hands just are probably so quick. It. You ruin it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Um, my bad. Uh, and I'm slimmer than I was on that special now. So oh uh, yeah, that that fat that fat comment I just heard, Fez. Um, yeah, yeah. I look way better than I did. I know my belly's Hold poking on, out. Mark, I'm not <laughs> saying that. Oh, what but I'm of course I'm is, bigger than I was then. Yes, you were like 120 pounds. Yeah, I was. I was like 140, but yes, yeah, yeah, 140. True. Yeah, I mean, it's true. It was not. Like, yeah, I, I don't I, know. I I always picture Mark as still just. Afghanistan, Mark. I picture oh, him kind of, kind of yoked up, still, you know. That, I thank you for keeping that in, yeah. my, in your mind of me. Yeah, don't come thank visit, you. bro. I don't, want to... <laughs> I only want to keep this picture. I don't what a like, beautiful I got, time. I got a fat friend, you I'm know, fat friend of Cali. Well, that's funny too, because Mark, I, I always feel me and you had such similar fucking mindset. Like, do you remember that time we're like doing pull-ups? I don't know why we're doing it, but me and you are going back and forth, and then I get off the bar. And I, my hands are shredded. I was like, don't do it. I was like, you win. I'm forfeiting. My hands are like, my, I ripped off all my calluses. And you're like, nah, fuck you. I ain't gonna let you beat me like that. And then you hop on the bar and you get down. You're like, what happened to my hands? And I was like, I told you not to do it. Ripped our like, hands open, dude. We tore them apart. Our calluses, because we Were like that bar was too thin. Untaped bar? Yes. Like yes. a thin, untaped bar? Yes. And I we didn't know just... that that was a thing. I didn't know that that was a thing. Yeah, yeah so... bro. Like, you ever punch somebody with nothing in, like, inside your fist and then punch somebody or, or anything with something inside oh, of it? Oh, wow. Your nails are going to dig right into your hand, huh? Yeah. So, like, if I, like, ran, I always keep a little Bic lighter in case of a little incident. And also, I happen to be a pothead. But if you... Put a little lighter in there. It's like the perfect fist pack size, and it doesn't wow. hurt your hand nearly as bad when you hit somebody. Wow! Yeah, dude, we tore our hands right open. But my calves <laughs> were so dry, and my hands were thing that when I and, slung off the bar, it just you know. Yeah. And it was like it was like September in twenty nineteen, yes. oh. which is like the bar was way too hot for us to be doing. Yes. And I don't know why we were like, we're like oh, I'm going to, you know, get more. What did we even, why? you had to see whose dick was bigger, bro. Yeah. And uh, they're equal size. Uh, according to that metric. <laughs> Our, we had the exact same injuries. We had the exact the... same injuries and we stopped at the exact same. I think yes. for that day, we're, we're both just uh, right over a hundred. Yes. Uh, pull-ups for the day. So yeah. I, and I think it <laughs> no was like, shit. yeah, dude. So we're like, uh, probably, and it was weird. Cause like, we kept matching each other. It was like the exact same amount of pull-ups. And I was like, God, I, I, and I'm like, I can't let him beat me. And I did that one. I was like, nope. I, yeah, and I tried to. I tried to warn him. It wasn't like out of like, I want to You win. weren't stopping me, dude. I Ego like, had taken I, over. And I put my hands in his face. I'm like, look at my hands. And dude, I, you showed like, me bitch hands right there. You were a bitch. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, my hands ain't going to do that. And I got, I'm like, no. You were like, I told you. And then I was like, what are we doing? And then we had to go to medical like idiots. Oh, uh, you actually had to go to medical? Yes. Dude, we, to- we fucked up our hands. They had to bandage them all up. Yes. Dude, like, it was like, you're We tight. ripped our calluses, popped them right open, and, and like, like, ripped down to the deep, nasty, gooey skin. Yes, like, and it's like. <laughs> to the gooey shit? Yes. yes. All, like, on the yeah. fingers on both sides, like, yep. where you get the calluses, they combine and rip together so like yes. we, i was missing like a good half an inch of my entire like hand right 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 where where the digits like start. a strip like yes. a, on it both went side up knuckles. to the fingers too yeah, it was it went, terrible it went into the fingers and then below and then like 
right on your how your do fa- I not remember that Mark were you was this flag football this was when we were playing football right no this was at the unit this was like when we got back from Afghanistan no. oh no oh Danny, Danny. I, th- I sorry oh, I, know, I know exactly when why you didn't because I showed up to the unit and had to deploy immediately everybody else got pre-deployment leave so you were gone for that oh I was on leave okay yeah so that's you you wouldn't have, uh probably remember that because it's like yeah I'm at the unit and like deploying four weeks. It's like, okay, great. All right. Yeah. I so. remember that. They only gave us like fucking four days of pre deployment leave. <clears throat> yeah, it was uh it was out of nowhere, so that was pretty rough. But yeah, yeah. so that's uh anyways, I think uh I definitely feel like we covered uh Connor McGregor. Yeah, fuck me. Stupidity and ego. We went all yeah. the way yeah. through it. We, we, yeah, we, we, the redeeming yeah. quality is like he could still bounce back, you know, like Yes, he could. He could yeah. and we would welcome him back. Right. Uh, we just love to see, we do love to see a clown like that. And I do love it. This, this kind of brings us to our next topic, like Conor McGregor, big, big ego and things that he does. Like, so I've learned that we are not okay with what we enjoy. And what I mean by that, that things that happen in celebrity world, things that happen in movies that we like, or things that happen in reality shows that can happen we are so okay consuming it, but as soon as like we see it, we lose our you know we lose our mind. So I guess the first example really is like in every movie, like we see like a, a and like like the, an action star, right? Like you know um, Jackie Chan or whoever, and they fight, they beat the shit out of a bunch of dudes, and we're so happy about that. Okay, yeah. If a person in real life just started beating the shit out of people. You're like, he's a fucking maniac. What's wrong with this psychopath? So I just want to see if you guys could you know, think of some more examples of what we accept in movies, but we won't accept in real life. Like, and just kind of really expose the, the hypocrisy of what we as an audience are willing to accept in fiction. Um, I don't say... know if I could go there with it being funny, but there's a lot of like really dumb shit. No, little no, no. stuff that I think. Yeah, go, go ahead. Like, every time you see any kind of, like, space film or anything like that, they're, like, flying around in spaceships, and they're shooting, like, and there's all these sounds and explosions and all this shit going on, and it's like, but in space, that doesn't really happen, you know? And it's like, I get why they do it, but we just kind of accept that as, like, a normal thing. So I think if I went into space and I saw, like, a big explosion, and I would be, like, waiting for the sound, like an idiot, you know? I wouldn't put two and two together. All right, so I was watching Blade Runner, right, the old one, and like, okay, so there's all these robots that are hyper real, right? That's what it was about in 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 like a a super, you know, 2019 Los Angeles that's all murky and there's androids. Okay, mm-hmm. so he has this one girl that like Harrison Ford has this one his character has this one girl that comes to his room that's a robot and they're young they're only alive for like four years or something and so then she the robots. like the robot is okay. yeah, they're only alive for like four or five years and then they have to get commissioned but you can barely tell what they if they you can't tell what they are you have to do a test on them and they don't show enough emotion right so he's like trying this girl he's like t- trying to show her maybe about sex or something because he's attracted to her but she's a robot and He's like doing all these toxic things that could look like a just com- a, a commandeering, you know, uh, what's the word? Uh, confident, dominant man, right? Like 
pulling her in and pulling her and putting her in a corner and then kissing her when she maybe doesn't want it or something and then like gaslighting her and be like you just start ready for love type thing and uh it was really rapey because this girl yeah she was built to be she was uh, had the understanding of a very young motherfucker because she was only alive for so long and i'm just saying these little moments of like smacking a woman or grabbing her and hugging her maybe when she doesn't want it and things like that in movies that we all think is romance in real life that is very toxic and weird. Yeah. You mean like if you went all Fifty Shades of Grey because you watched it yes. in the movie once? Yes. Oh, yeah. She's not really totally telling you to go be down with that, you know? Not, not even Fifty Shades of Grey. I agree with Mark. Like, the way, like, here's something that really bothers me is brothers and sisters in a movie are always way too fucking close. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's just so creepy. disgusting. They're, like, laying this- each other. <laughs> like, how you doing, bro? Like, Get your fucking mouth away from my face. Uh, you know, you know, like. That's yeah. Why don't the they way... hate each other? Why yeah, don't they hate yeah. each other? Yeah. You're so not like, they... oh yeah, please come over here and lay in my personal space. Yeah. Oh, they lay on top of each other. I'm like, that's hey. fucking creepy. You don't touch me. Yeah, I they, hate you. They probably had healthy families or something, and we're just no, no, uh, no, no, no. Find no. <laughs> the movie. Find a movie with a brother and sister and see the way they hug, and you're like, yuck. I mean, maybe that's. I maybe I'm just all fucked up, but. People. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna argue. Yes, 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 yes. There was no argument to that point. But what I'm saying is, like, there's things that ex- happen in movies. Like, I don't think the director has a sibling because everything about this is wrong. Yeah, I agree, and I also agree with Mark's point. Like, the way they show a man interact with a woman, like, if you try to behave that way, it's like you're disgusting. You're a fucking monster. Yeah, you know, so. I it's think w- it's the, if the narrative. It's like we we, we really can uh, empathize with the narrative more. Like, okay, if we heard that a dude, uh, if we heard in real life, if we saw, okay, if we saw a videotape of a guy walking through, punching a whole bunch of guys in an alley, beating the shit out of them, right? And then getting to the end, and then we heard that that man was be- getting to his daughter who had been sex trafficked, right? But if we first just saw the video, we would be like, okay, who is this, this you know, vigilante and sociopath that's on the loose but then if we heard the narrative we'd be like wow that dude's fucking old boy or he's fucking you know he's fucking uh the dude keanu reeves so i think that's the the story and and we have to be able to uh redeem he has to have some redeeming qualities which is that Mm. it's uh that he's been something's been taken from him he's experienced loss and or he's he's protecting his daughter that's what i feel like Mm. yeah no i agree with that i definitely that's a great point though about like love and movies and all these things they're not seen as healthy in real life so mm-hmm. all right so then Ooh. i was gonna move along to reality shows things that occur in reality shows that we just accept as oh that's normal <laughs> but what happens in those that we that would like if it happened in your life you'd be like that's fucking gross don't ever talk to me again i mean i mean I all, I of really watch all of catfish <laughs> all, all, all yeah. of catfish um, like, I just think like some of the way, like it's, I mean, I'm assuming it happens, but like, especially competition, like reality shows, like how cutthroat that a, a person is and they get to stay there. You know what I'm saying? Like what if you, mean, you like, in a, in a, on an elimination show, yeah, on, on elimination shows, like, oh, you got to be cutthroat. You got to be this. And if you were that way in like any environment, 
unless you were like 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 the the boss's son, there's very few times where you can just be equal to everybody and behave that way, yeah. and there's no repercussions. Unless it's due to nepotism. I think uh, in corporate environments, you know what I'm saying? If you really, man, who's a villain and or not in situations of, of life, you know? Uh, all depends on a lot of times what people know, you know? Yeah. So, uh, like, right? If you, like, expose somebody from something they were doing online and then they get fired and they gave you, now, they, you told them something that they did and, like, something like that, like, some numbers went wrong and it was really that person's fault and they told you and then they person was about to get a, uh, 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 a uh, promotion, and so you told the boss, and that person gets fired, and everyone's like, "Wow, you really saved the day! You're kind of a villain." Yeah, no, I I agree. You don't. I think what I think when you are okay with something until it stands to get in the way of your own personal gain, that's the intent of that, and I think that makes you a villain. I completely agree yeah. because up until that point, you were completely not Fine. willing to tell them. Yes, that. yes, yeah. And that's, uh, yeah, I think that's a very, it's very showing of people of, you know, what they are. But yeah, I think sometimes we we're like, oh, finally, like I got his comeuppance. But it's like, but the five years he, you know, you guys, everyone was okay with it. No one's, no one's thinking that this is just opportunistic timing. Exactly. So, you know, uh, I've, I've been thinking a lot about this. I wonder, you know, like I used to watch shows and I, you know, I, as, as a kid, like, you know, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or anything Marvel. And there was always a bunch of henchmen, right? Okay. And and I love the thought of a henchman. Like, all right, this guy, well, you know, we're going to do this. And as an adult, it's like, I wonder if people realize when they become a henchman. Because you see it in today's, we don't call it that. I know it's like, but like, you look at like, uh, you know, like a policing force that's like, ah, oh, we got to go over here and there's people who have really bad issues, but we're going to go ahead and smoke them out and, you know, do all these things. Like, do they not realize that, like, in the comic books or in the movies, you are the faceless henchman? Mm. Mm. No, yeah. I don't think people realize that. I, I, there's a lot more. Well, we, don't, we, don't never, we don't never really go into the stories of the henchmen. They just get beat up, but we never, like, go back. Like, what, what does that dude go back home and do, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. it's like, <laughs> it's like I, you know, I, hey, you know, uh, let's see, fucking Dr. Doom is awful, but, God, the benefits are fucking great. Right. He, you know, nowhere else can I get health care for my family like Dr. Doom. He's They're like arguing right with their girl, just like you have to stop working with that dude or I'm breaking up. He's like, but you like that fucking Rolex, don't you, bitch? You know? <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> I guess Doctor Doom wasn't there when we had our third fucking child, and yes. we needed to put them on. You know, like exactly. Yeah, it's almost yeah. like I should just be fucking Doctor Doom. Don't you say that, bitch? You know? <laughs> 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 Is he a drunk now? God, that escalated I mean, yeah, quick. He probably drinks. Yeah, he probably yeah, he, has a drink and probably cope with the shit he's doing. He goes home. I can't tomorrow. I got to go get my ass whooped again. Yeah, man. <laughs> Fucking Batman broke my neck, dude. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we killed the Flash, but you know, uh, it's very sad because you know now everybody hates us, and you know he was really just being an asshole, fucking fucking up our plans. Yeah, he damn. went back in time. He knows time travel, dude. I'm fighting with the dude that can do time travel. And uh, everybody's mad that we killed him. Oh man, that's funny. I do. I do love the thought of a henchman. Like, what does that person do? Why are they up. in that position? 
I mean, that's basically just like a number two at a company that's shitty, right? Like, think mm. about like a like some company that's out there fucking up the environment, like these people sweeping the sweeping the ocean or whatever. Like, you could say that the boss is like the bad guy, and then the people that work for him are his henchmen. I don't think it has to be as severe as like going and getting your ass whooped each day. No, no, it I, doesn't. I, yeah, you're right. I completely agree with it. Like, like in in our in our fictional scenario, <laughs> Doctor Drew has a real corporate environment and he probably has an hr too like uh, okay yeah well if you uh, think about like if you think about accidents that have happened in the past i mean they make fucking movies and documentary movies about shit like this all the time right like hey there's an oil rig and it's like the dude knows that he shouldn't be doing it and he's like ah fuck it we're gonna push it we need to make money and bubble and then there's like the 12 people that are there and they're also keeping their mouth shut like and then everybody is cool with keeping their mouth shut until some shit goes down and then it's like yo he told us to do it anyway and they've been doing it the whole time you know what i mean people uh, yeah. I'm, re- I'm ready i mean I'm it's just like when you're out. facing jail charges i feel I'm, like i'm ready to throw out a controversial statement if your company ever talks about the bottom line you are a henchman wow okay i mean i'm a piece of shit though so i don't mind <laughs> no, I'm not saying every like like because those companies probably pay more money. Yeah, I mean, like you know, like we look at uh, you know, like the agents of Shield and like, oh, everybody there's a fucking hero. Like, no, they're henchmen for shit too. There's, you know, yeah, there's they got that, they got their bitches. Yeah, they they gotta fucking oppress somebody. You can't just own a fucking flying ship without fucking, you know, oppressing somebody. Mm, true. Mm, true. So I don't know. That's uh. I mean, taxes got to pay for that somehow. So you got to, you know, you fucking requested that. There's some sort of lobbyist that you got to pay back. It's all kinds of nonsense. Because fucking Nick Fury isn't affording a goddamn flying spaceship just because he wears an eye patch. Uh, have, Mark, have you heard of Hyperloop? No. God, why am I always the fucking dweeb that does the stupid sciencey shit? Um, so Hyperloop is, I mean, they've already developed it and I believe they're testing it in, I think it's Nevada, somewhere, somewhere in Nevada, like Reno or some shit. Um, are you, are you still there? I am. I am. Yeah. Well, I'm still here as well. I heard okay. the beeping too. So it was weird. Oh, I got kicked out and I just came back. Sorry. Okay. Okay. So um, Hyperloop is basically, it's like a uh, magnet propulsion train inside of a vacuum chamber Um, that's not a very clear description but i'll elaborate a little bit it's like um essentially it's like they have this long giant tube or tunnel that's built in the in the particular case of the demo what they're doing it's above ground um and they depressurize this um this tube using like fucking whatever compressor technology along it every once in a while. Um, and they make it essentially a complete vacuum seal and then passengers go in and you would load into a chamber, kind of like the chamber of a rifle, right? You kind of enter into that chamber and then the door that would pressurize after the doors closed behind you. And then it would open the door and then you're in the vacuum tunnel and then you're being propelled down this thing with magnets, right? You're using opposing magnetism. So uh, like positive to positive or negative to negative, right? In order to create that that essentially near frictionless travel. 
um, and then they're propelling it down like a barrel. So essentially, it's kind of like being shot down the barrel of a gun, uh, but using this magnet in this depressurized, almost essentially vacuum tube. Um, and they can send these pods that are like train cars, essentially, like comfortable. You could sit down cozy um, and they go like 650 miles an hour or some shit uh, because of the near vacuumless, no friction um, travel. And it's like it could take you from like L.A. to New York in like an hour and a half or some shit. Like it could be part of your daily commute. Um, so yeah so it completely changes the way that we could potentially travel and then i sit here and i'm like okay so shit like that obviously that is where we need to progress right nobody wants to everybody hates change um me i'm the sci-fi guy so probably not so much like i kind of i kind of wanted to get to the next planet already but with this technology i feel like that would be ridiculous to think that if you had all these little Hyperloop stations set up, like how crazy would it be if you could go just jump on a train and be like, hey, I'm going to go visit Fez and I'm on a train for 30 minutes and then I pop up at a station by you and then you just pick me up. No, that sounds amazing. You know, that what I mean? sounds it's, like it's too kind much of access, you know. Yeah, uh, right. It sounds like we'd be able to get too many places. I but feel why like... the fuck can't we do stuff like that? Because we're spending stupid amounts of money. Like our government... <laughs> It just blows my fucking mind. I saw the statistic one time, um, and it's like, if you took the top 10 richest billionaires in the world, or in the U.S., I believe it was, um, and you, you took their entire net worth, and you threw it all together in a pot, it could run the U.S. government for like two months. And it's like, you mean these people have ridiculous you're talking about like bezos and bill gates like people that have ridiculous amounts of money to like fuck uh, you money forever no. that i i disagree with that just because of people like to put these numbers together and i i I'll, I'll go ahead and be really quick again with this to understand it people just can't understand like what the difference between a billion and a trillion that's true. and and that's we, true. we've got like so, it is like, a significant difference uh, yeah uh, so Real quick. But why does the government cost so fucking much well, to and run? What's that? Yeah, the, the, this whole three point five trillion thing that got shut down. Everyone's like, from what I've seen, the media's like, you know, like uh, liberal media's like, oh, they're fucking evil. They're doing this. They're doing that. And I just have to break down the numbers again. So think about it. You know, basically in a day, a day's worth. Of, if every second was a dollar, a day's worth a second is eighty thousand. That's basically a single person's. You know, like. Uh, what, what they can, you know, earn, you know, probably like a really good average of what people earn. And most people earn less than that, right? I think so. A million is like somewhere around 12 days. A billion, 32 years, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so. What's a trillion? A trillion is 33,000 years. The 330,000 years. Now to take it, now to take that into there, now you talk about. 3.5 trillion like this budget to pay for stuff that is 1.2 uh is it million years of seconds yeah that's, and they're like that's i don't know why the republicans won't fucking pass this it's like because it's a retarded amount of money it's, yeah i it's mean insane. i just think the fuckers don't run efficient is my like exactly 
honestly, it's so like this whole, I don't know. It almost seems that like somebody wants some kind of civil war to happen or something. It's like the I... shit's ridiculous and it's right in front of everybody's face. And it's like, what the fuck are everybody fighting for? You know? Well, that's, that's, that's the thing too. It's like, it's almost to the point where it's like Mary Antoinette. And that's the whole French revolution. Like, well, if there's, you know, mm-hmm. if they can't afford bread, let them eat cake. Now that could be a hyperbole or, you know, made up sentence that basically is like, Hey, this is kind of the thoughts. But if you're a person and you've been sued, you know, 40 times and everybody who's come to sue you commits suicide, people would look at you like you're a fucking monster, right? That's too many coincidences. But yet the Clintons are running around fucking free. And it's like, how can so many people who go against them commit suicide and no one is doing shit? Yes. Uh, that's funny. I think because, like, nobody actually cares. I think money is actually just way more powerful than we give it credit for. I can't, I kind of can't wait. Like, to think about being able to go and pay for a lawyer to get me out of a speeding ticket. Like, 100% my fault. 100% wrong. I admitted full guilt to the cop. I went home, I called a lawyer, and it got changed to a seatbelt violation for no fucking reason. Because I had money. That's fucked to me. Obviously, I'm going to do it with my privileged white ass, but like, I'm not, I, I don't support that. I think that's shitty, but I'm going to do it because like, I can't. It's an option. And I think that's fucked up. Yeah. Oh, you know, and then wrong is wrong. You know what I mean? Like I knew I did wrong, but I also knew I could go pay somebody to fucking fix the problem. Yeah. And I'll also say this too, like the percentage of the wrongness that people can have, for example, you're doing 75 or it's in the 75 and you're doing 81 and that's a $400 ticket. I was like, that's ludicrous that we're charging people for going six miles an hour over, which, you know, is about 10% over. You know what I'm saying? If you get charged with a criminal case and you have a lawyer present, bro, there's a good chance. I'm depending on how much they have. If they don't have a case, they may not, unless there's uh, witnesses and all this shit, like you did something that's super everybody can see or something like that, like there's a chance they're not even going to try because they're like, we don't even have the time to go fight this man. You know? Right. If you have a lawyer present already, they're like, oh, dude, we're going to have to fight this guy and it's going to go to trial. We're going to drag it out and we may, it, we're going to fuck up everyone's numbers and somebody's going to, it's going to let someone gets off rather than just not even filing charges. Yeah. So before yeah. charges get filed, there's a whole bunch of business that's getting done, dude. Yeah, and th- let's not pretend like the judge hangs out with other judges and the the prosecutor hangs out right. with other prosecutors and the defense lawyer hangs out with other. They all go have dinner together. Yeah. And yes. they're like, all right, you know, like, hey, man, uh, I'm going to, you know, sport you these tickets. Just let me get this win. You know, I'm like, if I drop one more number, I'm, in, I'm lower than 90% and I can't keep. You ever seen LeBron from the front row? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, this, it's a whole, it's a fucking game, but it's not even a fair game. It's a, it's a game where you have to pay and everybody else is already in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it's not fair. Like you have to. I mean, some people just get started way, way better off. You know what I mean? Like Donald Trump with his uh, small loan from his father of a million dollars. Like, that's 
That's small by your definition, maybe, but like, imagine your dad came up and was like, "Hey, here's a million dollars. Go make something of yourself." And it's not it's not small by the fact that also he gave you an education. You know yeah, what I'm saying? And right? You're not starting off in debt. There, you have uh, the network that you have access to, the people that you were meeting oh. the whole time, the nepotism. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing. Like this, this whole I got pulled up by my bootstraps thing. You know, in, in the elite doesn't exist. Like even music, even music and actresses and actors. How many times you're like, oh yeah, that, uh, I like this new guy. Oh, did you know that's this and this person's son? Or, you know, like any of the newest actors and actresses basically All have coming from, from grandparents. Yeah, yes. yeah. exactly. Parents ha- or parents. Yes. Yeah. Parents or grandparents. Hollywood, if, if anyone wants to talk about nepotism, Hollywood and the music industry really just are. It's just nepotism. All of I, I think that's everywhere, though. Everywhere. No, not everywhere. I don't agree no. with that. No, you like, don't think like the- even within the Marine Corps, there's like clicks and shit. No, I think okay. Let's let's take you know I'm I'm gonna do this because Daniel I, just to get on your nerves. TikTok, <laughs> everybody okay. on TikTok who's now famous and cre- content creator. It's not nepotism. No one else gave it to them. You get what I'm saying? They're finding a spot, and they're doing their own thing within there. Yeah, but I'm talking about like within an organization, in the most part, and I'm sure that happens on TikTok too. I'm sure there's people that are like. Hey, yeah, got- like I'll feature you on my TikTok because I got all these followers and yes. blah blah blah, and they and they form clicks. Yeah, just like they, when you go to like work in a situation. But you like, s- but you said, isn't that everywhere? And I have to argue that. Okay. So I'm, you know, Danny, I gotta I gotta argue with you. I can't have an episode where we. I That's don't true. disagree with you. Can we argue about CRISPR then? Because I do remember writing that one down. Do you guys know CRISPR? Did you watch anything, read anything related to it? Yes. No. Oh, my God. Okay, so CRISPR, like, being able to edit the genes of living things, right? Yes. Um, like, they have already developed ways to pick out specific, like, I don't know what you call the exact sections of the genes that they splice or do. But they can go in and find now, like, essentially, if somebody has some sort of disease that is a hereditary disease, they can come in and splice with this splicer tool, which is apparently actually fairly simple to do. Um, it just sounds way more sciencey than it actually is. Um, they can edit what gene gets taken out of somebody and put different genes in that place. And for example, they've used it to cure like specific types of blindness that happen early on in children. Um, They're able to use CRISPR to go in, cut out the part of the gene code of the children, and then implant a healthy gene code in place of that where they fully regain their vision um, instead of it deteriorating and disappearing over time. Now, there's people that understand the sciences, um, and it's like it goes down to like even dog breeders, right? Like we think of splicing genes as some kind of really crazy out there technology, but realistically, like mankind has been doing it for a long, long time. We've been breeding dogs with other dogs and getting random results, and then they've like honed it in over time to get, hey, I want this dog, but I need him to be like, a hunting dog. So I wanted to have a good sense of smell and be able to like 
run for a really long time, right? Or they're like, I want a pit bull. I want this dog that does fit. Like they, we have been purposely breeding things like this. And if you're a dweeb like me, I feel like, you know, gods could have been people that just came and created us by doing gene splicing type of shit like somebody did with a dog. Like, hey, here's these monkeys. Like, why don't we just breed them these different ways until all of this stuff happens? Like, who knows? But long story short, people can do CRISPR type of things. You can order packets that give you the shit to do this stuff on your own and already like start injecting yourself and doing stuff like that. And I'm thinking like, you can, what doctors have been doing, like there's these doctor nerd dweebs that like sign up and do this stuff and they like order these packets and you can be like, hey, this gene is responsible for muscle growth, right? And then you can inject yourself with a gene that could improve your muscle growth. And it's like, there's all of these possible, like there's so much fucking cool about it, but there's so much scary about it because you can literally start creating chimeras. Um, you can start splicing together different animal species and giving people traits of animals. Um, and I know it sounds like stupid sci-fi and far-fetched, but it's actually like a possibility thing. And they've been doing it. It's happened before um, in China. Um, I know this is weird, especially after coronavirus, all this. But um, they have actually made a hybrid. Um, I can't remember what the hybrid was, but it was like a, a hybrid pig person or some random shit. Um, and the embryo took and they let it like... Um, I don't know what the proper term is, incubate or whatever. Um, and they apparently decided to terminate it after like 21 days, but they proved mm. that they could get it to grow. Right. And it's like, now if they're investing all this money, do you think they're really just going to terminate shit like that? So um, I think it's crazy to think you could be like, it sounds like we're in this peaceful little world. We watch all these movies with all this ridiculous stuff. What would you think if like all of a sudden, like, chimera people were out there and there's like a fucking bear man running down eating face like that instead of a zombie apocalypse what if that's the coronavirus is to protect us from these chimeras that they're about to release that's why we're getting vaccinated they just don't want to tell us why like they won't eat what if we if, could bite if, if you're vaccinated what if you could bite them and kill them because they are the virus I'm the so, whole, shit. I'm just, okay so then now we're the zombies no okay <laughs> out. you're saying you're saying if I get coronavirus, I can't become a chimera. Well, then I'm gonna no, you won't get eaten because they don't like the flavor yeah. of coronavirus. Maybe that's vaccine. why they're doing it, you know? Because like, why are they pushing this bitch? So I'm, I don't know, you know? Okay, who knows? But chimera shit. Dude, I love honestly, that you made like, a, a, a the the way that you decided that maybe we should get the vaccine. Story. It's the most insane <laughs> conspiracy ever. I'm like, hey, if that's happening, I, 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 you might have got me. Right? Like, they, honestly, bro, if you saw it, I, I'd consider it. Did you, did you, you did see that they had an uh, a embryo. We talked about this on here. They had an embryo that lived for like 18 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, did you just talk about that? I'm sorry if you said that already. But, no, uh, I did. Yeah. It's crazy. Um... It's possible. I just think it's crazy. Like, where do you stand from a moral standpoint? Like, is this something? Because people, so. Technology this, is natural. That's my point of view. Yeah. Well, there's the science behind it. It's like technology like that is, it should be, uh, kind of think of it as guns, right? If you think about people can have the technology 
to cure all kinds of illnesses and ailments and things and genetically modify themselves to be stronger, faster, hold their breath longer, to do all of these things um, on their own free will. But is that something that we should allow everybody to do if it's restricted? And like, say the government's the only one that can use CRISPR and do gene splicing and they're making like fucking raptor people to go fight in Afghanistan, you know, like, well, what do I'll you say, think? I'll, I'll say that, uh, you know, I'll, I'll take the, uh, the moral high ground, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think a lot of times what, you know, and hypothetically, I love this, this scenario, but uh, where I stand is what does it use? We're like, Oh yeah, it's fucking magic. Sci- science is magic. But um, one of the biggest things, like a lot of these gene therapies do uh, they use stem cells and we understand that stem cells, you know, they can be replicated numerous times or they can get it straight from the source, which is like, you know, abortions that take place after 20 weeks is where majority of them come. And kind of like the example you used of the person who's a villain or is good where it's like, yeah, he told on that guy. So he looks like the hero, but he's actually the villain because he waited that long. What I think a lot of the times is we're like kind of do it doing the thought of all oh, these, you know, they, they, these babies are already aborted. We should use them. But then the, the prevalent is to abort the babies. So that can be, I don't know if that makes sense where I'm going with that. Oh, now that it would be more of a reason to kill more babies. Correct. Or kill more embryos, you know, exactly. We, the difference between a fucking zygote and a baby is time. Let's be honest. And, um, so- uh, Yes, exactly. And the the more stem cells and the more you're able to do that for different things. And I understand, I understand people have life threatening illnesses where stem cell are their only hope. And I get, and I'm not saying that they're morally wrong for having a disease and wanting to find a cure. What I'm saying is incentivizing bad behavior or incentivizing behavior where people can make a profit off aborted babies just. Yeah. Gets to I, me. I, I don't know how we ran to the aborted babies thing because, like, um, CRISPR's not harvesting babies to go fucking make monkey people. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's not the way it works. Like, they're taking a simple protein and they're editing a particular part of your gene. They're like, they're not pulling it from stem cells. Or, like, you can literally go and buy the shit um, online, and it's like a type of bacteria that affects a protein. Yeah, dude, um, I, I, I get I get exactly what you're saying. And I also understand, like, you know, if, and if you guys are thinking I'm crazy, you can look up HEK-293, and that's it's used as artificial flavoring in certain foods that people eat, like Pepsi and other products. Uh-huh. And it's, Is it a stem it, cell? It's, yeah, it's human embryonic kidney 293, and that's basically a, a baby that they keep replicating their aborted stuff and they're putting in there for flavoring. Now, what I'm the not, fuck? Yeah, Run that dude. by me one more time. Coke is putting baby embryo in there. No, no, don't, don't you dare say that about Coke because I don't want to be slandering a giant. Oh Pepsi. yeah, true. Pepsi. Pepsi. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I don't want to be slandering a giant. Pepsi did it. Yeah. Anywho, um, you can like if you guys think I'm crazy, just look up HEK two nine three, dude. Um, and you know it's one of the things too that they they use it. You know they use these different cells to test vaccines and i'm not saying that they're wrong for it Mm. right i'm not saying that but to be like if we move in a way where g you know you know 
altering genes and you know if if any of the byproducts needed because i do know like gene therapy gene therapy uses stem cells yeah so I, i'm assuming that a massive modification there might be stem cells in there i'm not saying that it's true or not that would be my moral high ground now the hypothetical of if i could and you know if i could afford it because you know i'll never be elon musk and you know all that if it and you know that wasn't part of it you know it was just like you know that like they zapped me with electricity and i could have any you know any animal mm-hmm. uh powers a hundred percent bear i'm always gonna bear. go with bear yeah i don't know hmm. i don't i don't know if i want bear or like i mean bear but you don't necessarily like you'd have bear muscle bear like you know Ooh, but uh, yeah not 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 okay i my assumption is we basically would still look mostly human. Yeah. You're just like, you're just take So basically, Strength. um, Strength yeah, you and, can uh... take and edit the pro you know how that, have you ever heard the like fact that, um, gorilla muscle is like 10 times more efficient than human muscle or whatever it is. Or okay. Like yes. How it's essentially like that. You could take those, their genes, for developing muscles and you could essentially replicate that in a human form. And all they do is take some like, essentially some protein of like, it's a bacteria and some other thing that they edit into a specific spot of the DNA sequence and they can change that. And so essentially like you're saying Fez, it is kind of like a gene therapy. You would have to like inject yourself with something like that, but through the natural process, it triggers to that specific part um and i mean i don't even think any of this stuff's like fully gone on but like you can actually go on the internet and actually do you have pull up right now look up like a a glowing frog or something like they can literally edit genes of creatures already and make like make things glow like they can pull the gene that makes a jellyfish like glow and they can inject it into another creature and then as that creature is born it will grow or they put like human growth type of gene editing. It's not like human growth hormone necessarily, but they put it into like frogs or a different reptile species or whatever they want to test it on. Um, and they inject one with it and one just grows naturally. And it's like one gains the size at like 10 times the speed of the other one. They can increase the length of life on things. People that age have specific deterioration in their gene code that they can go in and replace that with a healthy new one. So you're talking about potentially extending life for people like 50, 60, 70 years in some cases, which I think is fucking crazy because you could do it at home, but they're going to regulate it like guns. You yeah. know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah, so I'm, I'm actually, so, so far, I'm kind of trying to find out how this is actually done. They don't really explain what is what they're doing and how the... Like, cause obviously you think they might be eating babies. They could be. No, I don't I know. Mean, if I could eating, be way off. I don't know if they're eating babies. I don't know what they're doing. But the fact is, you know, they're hiding how it's getting done. They're like, oh, we just, you know, edit this BL1CC that causes this disease, and we try yeah. to do it. Like, how? How though? Like, oh, we just change it. But yeah, uh, I mean, I wish I was. Uh, a dude, there's a there's a documentary on Netflix actually. I think. Really. Um, yeah, and it's actually pretty good, and it shows you the crazy dude. Uh, the crazy, what's his name? Doctor, I don't know. He's some dude with a bunch of earrings, but uh, the guy's like, 
you know, everybody's like, you're fucking weird, man. You know, and it's like the dude is weird, but like he's got a point. He's got some points, you know, like I don't I'm not going to knock somebody for being a weirdo. Like if you know what you're talking about, like I can see some of his points. And he's like, you know, it's either government gets to do this or he's giving people the ability to do the shit by themselves at home. Yeah. Interesting. No, I mean. Well, that's the thing, too. If he's given them the ability to do it at home, like, what are you injecting? You know what I'm saying? That's exactly. a, that's- well, that's the thing. It's you, you don't know what could happen. Like, the average person could go and they could start doing things that could be wrong. Like, what if people are experimenting and I take, like, a pit bull and then I splice it with some bear jeans or something and it gets out of my yard? Or, like, you know what I mean? So at what point is it, hey, this is cool that we can do this and how regulated should something like that be? Oh, extremely regulated. Uh, but yeah, I think it's cool. I think the thing, um, there was a movie back in the day. Um, it, uh, it was Ethan Hawke. And the whole premise of the movie was everybody was uh, in vitro editing their babies, right? Mm-hmm. That way they didn't have any diseases. You know, instead of like being 5'10", they would all be like 6'5". And all of these different different things right okay and basically it created an instant class uh it's kind of it kind of takes a little bit from uh, a brave new world i don't know if you know that whole story i don't know if i do a brave new world was everybody no, no one had parents everybody was like just made and they were made into classes like we made the a class and these are going to be our elites we're going to genetically make a b class and these are going to be like our middle management we're going to genetically make a c class is this and a book? I feel like I've read a book the, like this. Before. This is a brave new world. You, you might have read it in high school. Okay, so it is. Uh, yeah, this is a book. Okay. Yeah. So, anyways, and I think it might be a movie. I'm not. Don't quote me on that. Any, anyways, so they make like the all, all these different things, and then there's like the fucking disgustings who are just out there putting their dicks in pussy and having babies naturally. These people are fucking gross. In the, you know what I'm saying? Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> you disgusting. You're just gonna keep that thing. Yeah, and you know, I was reading it and I never understood. It's like, oh, this is people who have money, A, B, and C, and then well, there's yeah, and that's impoverished. Yeah. And I think imagine CRISPR for only the rich people, and they can what? heal their kids and give exactly. their kids all of the things. And then like the poor people, well, you can't edit yours. You need you need this insurance to do this. And it's like yes, and that's that's my concern too. And then what about America and China and Russia in the Olympics? And they're all having fucking CRISPR athletes who aren't fucking human anymore. Or think it, about it, wars, dude. They're gonna oh, send fucking seal people over. Like no. actual fucking seal people from the ocean are gonna pop up with like fucking shark teeth. This is the perfect example of what yeah. I was trying to get to with trans women fighting transgender. Imagine you're a man having to fight a CRISPR man. Yeah, dude. That's, a fucking that's, hybrid man yes, bear. Yes, exactly. I mean, honestly, that's like fighting you, though. You kind of are a man bear. I'm no, like I'm just I'm, I'm reverse of that. I'm fucking Neanderthal. I am so like Mashika Aztec Incan. Like that's if true. you look at those fucking carvings on the wall and that's, you that's superimpose you. my fucking face on there, you're like, oh my god. That's yep, true. there he is. Like there a stone is. block carved out of a fucking natural rock somewhere. Exactly. Yeah, I think uh, I think we might have lost Mark. I shot, shot him a text to see if he needs another invite. I'm just going to throw one out there anyways. Um, but no, I think like it's, I think the thing I, I, I'm so worried about with CRISPR is just, one, 
I want to know the ingredients. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That like, um, dude, you gotta watch the documentary. It's like, it seems it's stupid. It's kind of like, I mean, you're an open-minded person. Like, I think you'll enjoy it. It's kind of like the, uh, just like the, what was the other one? Ancient aliens where like you watch it and you're like, okay, like I could get how people are like, that's fucking ridiculous. You know, you're like, I get that. But there's also like, you can see some points that are also being made. You know what I mean? Um, and this CRISPR yeah. thing, I think it's, I think it's pretty, pretty crazy. Honestly, it's kind of scary, but kind of cool. I think there's so much a level for abuse. And realistically, it's, it's like, it's like every sci-fi movie, like uh, what's that? Uh, altered carbon it's like oh rich people live forever because they're able to afford this mm -hmm. or even that justin timberlake movie was people oh yeah shadow you know what I'm out about? of time out of time yeah how many people did you hear crap on that movie i loved the it. concept was fucking great the movie was great yeah i thought, I thought it was pretty good but i thought I mean, it was a solid you know and okay just so you know my you my numbering convention, huh? my my numbering convention, people like you know, I'm like, I give it a five out of ten. Like, oh, that doesn't sound like that great of a movie. Well, if you know what the word good means, that's where good is is four to six. That's good. Greats above that, and excellent than amazing. You know what I'm saying? We don't use words and ratings like they should be used. Hmm. But all right. Well, anyways, I think we lost Mark, but I'm also I'm out of time. Right. Damn, that was perfect timing on that reference. Boom. All yeah. right. But, uh, hey, everybody, thank you again for uh, joining us in Redeeming Qualities. Um, I'm Fez. I joined today with Daniel. everybody. Uh, thanks again. Talk to you guys later. Just cutting you off in the background like usual. No, you're good, man. Sorry. I got, I got to get going. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.